It's the Hive Sports Podcast, bringing you all the buzz on sports in the Beehive State. Visit us at thehivesports.com. Against Gobert, puts his shoulder down, rolls inside, try to slam it home, and Rudy said, not tonight! John Beck is on the run, he throws behind him, it is, cut for the touchdown! Merrill for the lead, he's got it! What's up, Aggie fans? It's time for a Big Blues Day edition of the Hive Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Dan, and you can follow me on Twitter, at USU the Right Blue. And more importantly, follow the Hive Sports on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram uh, at your search at the Hive Sports. Um, yeah, and I'm happy to be back. I've been a little under the weather, so apologies in advance if I might be sounding like that. But I'm, I'm getting out of it and, and happy to talk about what's been going on with the Aggies. I, in, in lieu of talking last week, I tweeted it a bunch. <laughs> you guys probably saw, but... But this this week, yeah, I'll I'll we'll be talking about maybe a little bit about what we missed on on basketball, football, um, volleyball. Volleyball was a, a great end to the season. Um, but yeah, it's all coming up here, um, rounding out the end of November, November thirtieth, twenty twenty one. Okay, so let's start. What should we start with? Football, basketball. Let's go with football. We'll, we'll we'll just get right to it because we are so excited to announce that the Aggies are your Mountain Division champions, and I know that um, it, it was an interesting path to get here, and some some <laughs> of our rivals might be questioning our le- le- legitimacy because yeah, we honestly played the easier West Division opponents, but we only, but I think by and large we we took care of our, our schedule and, and the others didn't. So we, we get to go to the Mountain West Championship in, in California and take on the San Diego State Aztecs. Uh, sounds almost to me like a basketball final, right? Because last three years it's been Aggies Aztecs in, in the championship. So for basketball, we'll see if, if that happens again. But overall, really excited about Aggies. So let me tell you how it all went down. So um, when I was out last week, it probably was a good week to not talk about football because we just had controlled our own destiny, our own shot, honestly, to possibly host the Mountain West uh, championship game. But we lost 44-17 to Wyoming. So at this, this point, right, we need a little bit of help. We needed to beat New Mexico and have... Boise lose to San Diego State because at that point we were all tied with two losses each Air Force, Boise, and us. And honestly, I think Air Force had the tiebreaker over, over Boise. So Boise would have, even if they would have won, they would have needed Air Force to um, control their destiny by losing to UNLV. And we know, I mean, that's not going to happen, right? So, um, Looking at it, so Utah State beat New Mexico 35-10, to 10, and, but our, our game started at 11 a.m. about an hour after Boise, so actually one of my friends, uh, he's more of a jazz, I think Utes fan, but he, he was really interested. He's a really big stats guy, McCade Pearson. Some of you guys might follow him if you follow jazz. He's, he's very into that, but 
he did a, a, a tracker. I think he just used an Excel spreadsheet and got ESPN FPI, but was just tracking the odds for the Mountain Division champion. Um, and it wasn't looking good at first because Boise in the first half, like b- before we were even getting ready to, ready to start, Boise was up 16-3, to three, I believe. But then San Diego, San Diego State turned on the Jets uh, on their defense and won 27-16. to 16. So they went on quite a run. Like, what is that, 24-to-nothing to run or something? So San Diego State is really good at defense. Um, let's see. Looking at how did the UNLV game turn out? UNLV lost, yeah, 48-14 to 14 to Air Force. So it is nice that... That Boise isn't the Mountain Division champion again. I I feel like they represent our division a lot, um, but it's nice to see some competition in the division. I know head to head they beat us, but they still have some stuff to work on. So Utah State will face San Diego State on Fox at 1 p.m. on Championship Weekend. Uh, our brothers, the the Utes. Um, play at 6 p.m. on Friday. I have some relatives, some Ute friends going to that, and it's nice that us Utes and Dairy Utes can can both be. I, in my opinion, I know some of you guys love it when when our rivals struggle, but I I just feel like it elevates the state as a whole when all of the all of the programs are doing well, and not just that, but like look at the Jazz um, finally starting to turn it on here and. RSL getting to the semifinal, so yeah, a lot of the programs are doing good here in Utah. It's, I I can't remember the last time that all the programs were were this successful. So so let's just hope that continues. Um, Got to talk about Devin Tompkins for a minute. He now holds the single season receiving yards record. Um, he did pass Kevin Curtis, so props to him. Um, I think. New Mexico did everything in their power to try to prevent that, but and he currently is the FBS leader in receiving yards, and so crossing our fingers that uh, the Jareth Stearns, I guess, on Western Kentucky, he's kind of just right behind, and, and they play in the championship this weekend for, for Conference USA. They play UTSA, so, so that'll, that'll be fun to see what happens there, but um, and the winner of that honestly could possibly face our other brothers, BYU in the Independence Bowl. So hopefully we can get a little help there. I mean, in the regular season, he is the regular season leader. So we'll see what happens with the bowls and, and all that. But um, sometimes the people with more bowls or more, or, or the people in the college football playoff will have a couple more cracks at, at getting more total yards, not, not per game, but just total. But we'll see what happens there. I know that Logan Bonner, he is just banged up. Um, I guess I, I did hear Andrew Peasley was very banged up and has an injury that might be a little too serious to play this weekend if he is needed. So um, Cooper Lega, the the guy out of Orem High School, will, will be the backup. And hopefully hopefully Logan Bonner can continue being his tough self. Not saying I don't believe in Cooper, but we're in a championship game. Um, I hope... The, the guy, even though he's banged up, I hope Logan Bonner can um, really hold up and that our offensive line can protect him because otherwise, yeah, it's, it's tough sledding. And, yeah, we need to get to that double-digit 
uh, win total, right? We're at nine and three, um, and one, I think they said it's one of, one of the top seven um, seasons in Aggie history. Like we haven't um, had this many, like eight, nine, nine wins that this, but this many times. So um, in the last decade, it's been nice. Yeah, from 2012, 2014, it seemed like every year we were up there, and same with 2018, and and now so. It's looking pretty good. Um, then you have to go back to 1961. We were ranking all the different, the best wins in the last decade, the best seasons. Um, this has potential to be one of the better seasons. Uh, especially, I, I feel like everybody's saying if we win the Mountain West title, then that makes it unequivocally the best season because it's just, that's what we've been looking for. I, I know we've won the WAC. We've won, the, what was it, the Rocky Mountain <laughs> Athletic Conference or, or just some of those, um, but Mountain West is getting closer to the big, the, to the big, um, big boys, if, if you will, because they're just um, what we've aspired for a while as a program in those smaller whack Big West. It feels like we have some stability, and you never know, stuff might change, and man, there might be new conference realignment, but as of now, that, that would definitely be the best thing we could do just just as we've already done in basketball, right? We've done it. We've won the Mountain West tournament twice in basketball, so this would be the equivalent in football. Um, it's nice to see in our, in our first year. Just look, we started from the bottom, one win last year, and now we're here. So I don't think anybody could have predicted that, but and it hasn't been perfect, right? But I think we're just a really tough, gritty team, and we're not afraid in in the fourth quarter. I mean, I know some. I mean, yeah, UNLV is not murderers row, but like. We've had to grind out and beat teams late in games, and I think we've found ways to. I think we really bounced back in against New Mexico. We were Matt had a, that taste in our mouth, and and we we, we figured it out. Um, looking at the this, it looks like San Diego State's about seventy four point four percent chance to win via FB, FPI, and I won't show your code. I mean, they've only lost one game all year to the, uh, who was it? For, oh, yeah, their rival was Fresno. They lost 30-20. to 20. But they found ways to beat a lot of people. I mean, Brady Hoke, he's got a good defense going. Defense wins championships. Uh, I think with Rock, since Rock, Rocky Long, I know Rocky Long is now with New Mexico, but I just feel like San Diego State has always been kind of a smash-mouth, like defense and like run the ball up your throat type of a team. Um, looking at this, they had had de- pretty good rushing yards. They had 290 rushing yards against Boise. Now, now I'm hoping that our defense holds up against some of that. And I think the key is hold San Diego State un- under 30, and you'll have a good chance at, at winning. Um, no, wait. Sorry, that was passing. Rushing, they had 118. So I think they have a decently balanced attack, but... They've only scored over 30 a couple times this year. It looks like, I mean, was there only, so New Mexico is the only time I see in conference that they've scored over 30. They did score 38 on Arizona, so that's pretty impressive. That's a Pac-12 school, albeit a struggling one. Oh, and also they scored 33 on Utah, but credit to the defense in, in the Mountain West. I feel like the defense is by and large pretty good. Oh, and they scored 48 on Towson, but the only time they scored 
um, 30 plus is against New Mexico, which which we did. So to be honest, I think this is going to come to a battle of which defense wants it more. So hopefully, I mean, and that worries me because I, I feel like San Diego State defense really wants it. But if we have just um, our typical good offense and then just enough defense, I feel like we have a shot. Um, and I like our chances in the fourth quarter if it's close. If San Diego State pulls away like they did it against Boise, then we, we can't just like, let me just say this, we cannot let ourselves get behind like we have um, in games this year. Because uh, against the bad teams, we, we've been able to do that, right? But even against uh, not the greatest Wyoming team, they were really physical and they just punched us in the mouth and we couldn't recover. And then, yeah, against Boise and BYU, obviously, we went down in, in those and they were too talented for us to come back. So I feel like, yeah, let's just go with that mindset of attack from the beginning. And when things head south, yeah, if, if, if Logan Bonner's hurt or just if anybody gets hurt, you know, it's, it's a very physical game, so next man up. And if you're able to play, then just play. And you might have to, to take an ice bath afterwards. But looking forward to seeing what the Aggies can do here. Um, okay, so now... Let's switch gears for a minute and talk a little bit about the basketball team. So when I, w- I was actually, when I was sick, I was actually diagnosed with um, just a, it was just a cold RSV. So what wasn't super fun, but once I got home and got my antibiotics, I was, I was watching the championship of the uh, Myrtle Beach Invitational and and so, so, yeah, that was last week. But, yeah, since we didn't have the podcast, I'll talk about it. Um, Joe Lenardi actually predicted that we'd win that tournament. And and it wasn't pretty, was it? Especially the first day because we, we come off of um, – so losing to UC Davis. And, by the way, they just lost to Academy of Arts School, so that's probably going to be a Q4 loss. But, um, but then we rebounded and beat Richmond. Um, and – I don't remember if – yeah, I, I, I don't think we've, we've been able to talk about basketball for – for a while, but, um, but yeah, I don't think, yeah, we didn't talk about the Myrtle Beach, so we beat Penn, the Pennsylvania Quakers, in double overtime in the first round, so we survive, we advance, then we beat New Mexico State Aggies by about 27 points, and they're usually supposed to be pretty good, right, so that's a solid win, and then we edge out the Oklahoma Sooners, now I'm not talking about Oklahoma Tech or whatever, it's the Oklahoma Sooners, the one that had produced Trey Young, Blake Griffin, um, who else am I missing? <laughs> just just a, a lot of, uh, yeah, Buddy Hill, like a lot of good players have come out of Oklahoma. And Oklahoma this year is projected to be maybe a mid-tier um, team in the Big 12. But looking at it, I mean, I believe we are their only loss. They've beaten, yeah, th- th- they haven't beat, necessarily beaten Murderer's Row, but they've they beat UCF over the weekend. So they beat Houston Baptist. So They've 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 done pretty well, um, so but except for against our Aggies, so we we played well against them. I think they they have a really physical good good team. Tanner Groves was their their big guy down in the middle, and um, just looking at this game, let's just focus on this game, right? Because I mean Justin Bean has just been tremendous, but um, Bean has twenty four points in this game. He's had a couple thirty point games. I think he is top 10 in the NCAA in rebounds and points. He really is on, like, the watch for, for I don't know about the Wooden Award, but, like, yeah, he's definitely on the All-American 
watch list, in my opinion, just based on his numbers. And he is doing a lot for this team. But, I mean, he's not the only one. We have Brandon Horvath getting points in, in there. Ryland Jones facilitating at the point guard position. Um, I, I, I like what I see with this team. I think the starting five, you put it in the experience of Brock Miller and then R.J. Edelrock. Um, off the bench, I'm not quite sure. Like we got, I love Stephen Ashworth, but yeah, Hamoda, Dorius, Shulga. We it still has to be to be determined. Like who in that second unit is going to be the spark? Because we're going to need that against deep teams. You know, we got some. Uh, so if, if we fast forward, so over this last weekend, this, this actual week that we're talking about, we beat UT Arlington by 19, and they're usually pretty good. But we handled business there, and then we beat. Carroll, MT, I think it's just, yeah, Division Two, not the biggest school. We beat him 93 to 63. But we have some two tough WCC schools coming up. <laughs> um, I believe so. And now to start our December slate, we're going to have St. Mary's this Thursday. And next week, we, on, on Tuesday, we'll, we won't be talking about the actual game, but we'll be previewing Utah State versus BYU. So we get a nice little break here. Um, it's a three-day break for St. Mary's. We host St. Mary's, and then we are on the road at BYU. So I'll be at that game with some Aggie friends. So I'm, I'm looking forward to, to seeing how, how we fare against the WCC. The WCC has been pretty good this year. BYU, you know, they're, they're ranked along with their – they have this no-loss November thing. If, if you are somehow a hybrid of Utah State and BYU a fan, you might want to listen to this no-loss November podcast where I guess – they haven't lost in anything like soccer and volleyball, but I know you don't want to talk about that. Most of you guys are just diehard Aggie fans, but anyways, it would be a, a chance if BYU can take care of their business this next week against um, Utah Valley and Missouri State, then we might have a chance to beat a top 10 team in the Marriott Center. We'll see if the AP poll bumps them up, if, if they win these two. Um, they're playing at UVU and at Missouri State, so it could be some tough road environment. I almost feel like UVU is honestly probably a home environment just because I, I, know, I know a lot of you UVU fans are, yeah, maybe you, I mean, it, it is tough to get into BYU, so, so a lot of you, I know BYU is trying to get them to buy rock passes or something because at, at one point before they got really good, maybe their fans weren't going to as many games or they just wanted to give more students opportunity to to attend the games but anyways so that'll, that'll be your UCCU Crosstown Clash so keep an eye on those um just to see where where they're ranked because I don't know it's it's cool to know hey we have the chance to go be a top 10 program I think the last time we've been able to do that I think and we beat in the 90, 90s like or two, the early 2000s we beat the Utes back in there days with Rick Majerus, they were like, they were up to number 10 in the nation, and and the Aggies were able to upset. I think the Aggies, I mean, the, the Utes just lost to BYU by 11 on their home floor. I think, hopefully, some of you guys can travel well with me, and, and we can make it a little bit of a, a home environment, but I mean, it is going to be hard, because it's in Provo, and, and their fans are showing up well, but um, that that's what I'm looking forward to. Uh, I've seen a lot of chatter. There's been some debate back and forth because, I mean, Justin Bean has the best numbers in the state. But if you ask BYU fans, they will tell you Alex Barcelo is the best in the state. I mean, he is averaging 18.5 points a game. 
And one thing I, I will give him, he, he's a 50-40-90 shooter. So he's shooting 50% from the field, 40-plus percent from three, and 90-plus percent from the free throw line. So Justin Bean is almost doing that. He's like 87% from free throw, but he's like, I think he has a better field goal and three-point percentage. And just, yeah, he does have a higher usage rate. And Barcelo um, has had a couple down games, but I'm, I'm excited. I mean, it, I, like some, some of the fans have told me, it might be comparing apples to oranges because he's a guard and Justin Bean's more of a forward. But, but I really love what Bean has added to his game. He can shoot a little better now. I mean, he's always been a hustler and rebounder, so it'll be interesting to see. I, I just have, I, I don't know. The reason I get fired up is I see hot, these hot takes. Like um, some, some fans look at his success and get all sour, and they're like, well, he only scored eight. Six points at BYU versus BYU before he wouldn't even start at BYU. It's like he was like a freshman or sophomore. Like I think that now as a, he deserves a little bit more credit because this is his team and he's just taking it by storm. Before it was Merrill's team, it was Kata's team, and yeah, sometimes you have to be that third fiddle and just hustle your your butt off, <laughs> for lack of a better word. Like like he has done. I mean for for the team. That's what his calling card was, and now it's to be the guy. Um, last year, I thought it might have been, but I mean, he was the guy with 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 rebounds and and somewhat points. But Kato was the our main guy, um, and now he's in the NBA. Like, could we see? I mean, could Bean be the next Aggie player to get drafted? Because the last two years, we've had um, at least in the NBA, we've had people drafted. I know football is a different story. We had Jordan Love um, two years ago, so. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens with Bean's career. If, I mean, if he can keep this pace up and <laughs> score at the rate he does, why would a team pass on him? Because he's just such a good player. And, I mean, he, the community loves him. He, he's got a couple NIL deals. I think he's probably the most decorated NIL athlete <laughs> with, um, between the Taco Time. My, my um, neighbor friend, Doug Dixon, owns Taco Time and and Logan, and they have a Justin Bean special. Uh, you can get like their, their bean burrito combo. Um, I think he's doing something with the USU Credit Union. I, th- I think actually today, as we speak, he, um, you, you ha- can have the chance to meet him in the, US, in the USU Credit Union Welcome Center. So good luck on that if, that's, if you decide to go to that. But anyways, hopefully that's been enough on the basketball front. It's looking like we have a, a pretty good team and I'm excited to see looks like we're in the in the low 60s now in Ken Palm and just hopefully as we go throughout we we can move on the right side of the bubble right because right now I feel like we are probably more like NIT like one of the first out but um, as we just because of that bad loss early on but as we go throughout the season we have a couple of chances to pick up some I mean our next um, couple, we have four of our, I mean, the next five opponents, look at this, St. Mary's, BYU, tournament teams, New Orleans, I'm not, I mean, they're not doing as well this year, three and four, but then Weber State, six and oh, that they're in the top 100 of Ken Palm, and then Iowa, so the next, four of the next five games are really chances, like, to get, pick up some quad one, quad two wins, so excited for that, um, last but not least on the Volleyball front, well, we'll also shout out, so, so the BYU women's cross, or USU women's cross country, sorry, um, I, 
unfortunately, the men didn't make it. I think the men have been talented all year, but the women made it. I think they were ranked 21. They got 27th, 28th in the nation. So it was a, it, I was a, as a avid cross country fan, it was I was a little disappointed. Like I, I wish they would have had their best day. I think they still had a good day and can be proud that they qualified for nationals and and had some girls have some good finishes there. But I, I don't think we talked about cross country last time because yeah, I've just been out for a couple weeks. But props for that. Um, the Mountain West um, volleyball. So we we won the regular or we tied Colorado State for the regular season. Um, unfortunately, we lost to Boise State in the semifinal. We had a first round bye or, um, on this Thanksgiving weekend. And, uh, but Boise will get the chance to play BYU. So who knows? Maybe the Mountain West will play spoiler or maybe our, our Beehive State will reign supreme. And they will play the winner of, I believe, is it U- the Utes and UVU. So, so a lot of local action between the Utah schools and Mountain West school, Boise State. So congrats to the, I think the, the volleyball team and the soccer team have had something to hang their hat on. Fun fact, soccer team beat BYU and BYU is now in the semifinals. So um, we just weren't as consistent in Mountain West play and didn't win the tournament. So we didn't really get to go. And, and I mean, and BYU, to their credit, smoked uh, New Mexico in the first round of that. But but you know what? That that's a, a monumental upset over a top twenty-five team earlier this year. So, um, props to our soccer for for a big win like that and, and a good season overall. And then volleyball for a great regular season, just winning the Mountain West regular season. Um, sometimes the tournament, you know, a team gets hot doesn't necessarily mean they're the better team because we've proven all season long that we we are one of, if not the best, along with Colorado. So, um, we got the two seed. So. Um, I, I don't know how Colorado State got the tiebreaker, but anyways, we'll be back at it. Um, for the winter sports, I'm excited for gymnastics, hockey. You know, we, are, we have usually a pretty good hockey team, it looks like. Um, I think it's a club team, but, but I mean, we are probably the best hockey team in the state. I, I, I was talking to some Aggie fans the other day about the good old days going a couple times when I was a student and just seeing us. I think we beat BYU 17-3 to once when I went. And so we're usually the favorites when it comes to that. And um, even though it's a club team, it's still cool. I know our club baseball team won a couple of championships, um, club championships uh, back when I was in school. So, so that's cool. But anyways, I think that will do it on for, for this week on Big Blues Day. But this next week, again, big Mountain West championship game and and a big game versus St. Mary's for basketball. Um, oh, and real quick, before we head out, we've we got to give love to our Aggie women's basketball team. Um, they have, they, they've won a couple. I, I, they, they did lose to BYU by 27. Um, so the, they had a, couple, uh, a losing streak, but they snapped it. They beat Southeast Louisiana by two points. And so that puts them at, what is it, 3-3 three and three on the season? Because, yeah, we beat, we beat Westminster, a local smaller team, Cal State Fullerton, and then we had that losing three-game losing streak then beat Southeast Louisiana. Um, looking like we have a talented group of girls. Um, looks like in this last one, La, Shyla Latone, she had 26 points in the win over Southeast Louisiana. So 
honestly, I feel like our girls, it's still a work in progress, but I think our head coach, Kayla Ard, she's really working to, to have a, put together a good team. So, so good luck there, and go Aggies, and we will talk about some, I mean, they're playing Dixie State and UTEP this week for the girls, so, so we'll make sure to, to talk about that. Home, home versus Dixie State and at 11 a.m., so if you want an early lunch, go Go see the Aggies, and then, and then yeah, I, you can always follow it. I believe their games are on the Mountain West Network. But until then, go Aggies, and we will catch up with you next time. TheHiveSports.com has all the buzz on sports in the Beehive State, covering prep, college, pro, and church sports. No way, really? Okay, maybe not that last one. If you want to stay in the know about all things Jazz, Cougars, Aggies, and Utes, then this is the site for you. TheHiveSports.com. We may even feature your high school. So check us out today at TheHiveSports.com. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Check out TheHiveSports.com because we got the buzz.